Welcome to Ashes with Ash, a storytelling podcast from your tobacconist community, bringing you stories of life behind the cigar. Join me on this adventure to find the coolest cigar lounges, smoke some lovely cigars, and seek out the most incredible stories from our cigar lounge friends, owners, and customers. Let's tap into these untold stories with a little smoke and ash. Happy belated Mother's Day, everyone. To all the moms, aunts, cousins, grandmothers, dads who have had to be the moms, and of course, all the dog moms out there. You're all superheroes, and I adore you to no end. Truly, I think motherhood is on another level of human being. I don't have kids, so I still don't understand the miracle of destroying your body quite yet. It all sounds pretty horrifying to me, but I really do see you all mothers as majestic creatures giving and raising life. It's an unbelievable thing to witness, let alone experience. Cheers to all of you. I hope you have a wonderful and relaxing weekend and that your Mother's Day is truly year round. Thank you all for listening to this episode. Today we have my mom and my cousin Crystal on. No, they don't smoke cigars, but they are badass moms with awesome stories. So deal with it. No, really, they answer all of your questions that you asked on Instagram and more. So stay tuned for some weird and hilarious stories about me as a kid and some great advice from two of the best mothers I know. I hope you all enjoy. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Thank Happy you. Everybody. Mom, what'd you do today? Happy Mother's Day. I went to Cody's, your brother's house, and Elizabeth's, and they cooked brunch. It was delicious. Um, and then, mom, Lisa actually took me because they were going to breakfast or brunch in Appomattox, which is oh, yeah. right by them. Oh, yeah. So her and Brad took me. Yeah, it was fun. Good. I got to see their house, all the dogs, all but the we missed you. Dogs. All the million doggies. Pee. Crystal, what'd you do? Yeah, we missed you. Crystal, what'd you do? I actually slept in for the first time, and I can't tell you how long. I told Matt that's what I wanted for my Mother's Day was to just be left alone. That's one thing when you have a six-year-old and a year-old that never happens. So that was a dream. And then they actually went out and bought me breakfast and brought it home and brought me home like a really pretty plant and some gift cards. So I went out this afternoon and went shopping and got a margarita with a friend of mine. That's about it. The rest of the time I lay on the couch and let them play around me. That was my idea of a good Mother's Day. <laughs> that sounds lovely. Yes, being lazy. Yeah. All right, Mom. What did you do today? You, you're a dog mom. Today. I just hung out with my dog. Did Riker do anything for you? He didn't yeah. get me anything, you know? Isn't that We're really a loser. Riker? He's a rat. He didn't give me anything. He's amazing. He's usually so nice. Maybe he's going to surprise me. There's still time, you know. 
Yeah. That's true. Just so like you have a couple hours back. left. <laughs> <laughs> For like overlapping like a, a little bit. or something. <laughs> mom, what's the best part about being a mom? Oh my goodness. That's a good question. That's part about being a mom. Well, it's just the stages of momhood and so of motherhood. And Crystal will find this out. So when you're when they're young, that's a very sweet time and exhausting time because they're completely dependent on you. But mm. it's actually the sweetest time, and you'll know that as you as your kids get older. Um, because like Cody used to pick me flowers in the yard and Ashley used to make me notes and sit them on my pillow at night or I went to bed and, um, just they're, you know, they're just so loving. And then when they get older (laughs) and teenagers, (laughs) it's different because you can talk to them, you know, kind of become more interactive, but, um, you know, teenagers are hard so I would say actually them as adults is a lot of fun because you know you can talk about all kinds of things and um when you're when you're a a mom to young kids you feel like you have to be kind of superhuman a little bit does that make sense? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you, you can't. <laughs> right. <laughs> but because uh, you want them, you want them to love you and respect you and all of that. But when you get older and you, you know, start awesome. cussing around them, <laughs> just being real. Uh, <laughs> kind of take them the to piss off. off a little bit. Telling them to piss off. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah it's fun hanging out with them now hanging out with you I'd love to come to New York and hang out with you we have so much fun yes we do Crystal what's the best part about being a mom for you I think the best thing at this age of being a mom is they don't yet know that I'm not perfect (laughs) they think that I hung the moon um And they have taught me so much about myself that I'm really good at, but they've also taught me things that I'm really bad at, like patience. And they test me every day at that, Um, but they help me grow. Like while I'm teaching them to grow, they're also teaching me to grow big time and they help me be a better person. So I think every day I'm learning to be better because I want them to have a good role model to look up to. Right. So that was deep. That was but deep. But it's true. I'm not <laughs> crying. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. Oh, Terry, what's the worst part about being a mom? Discipline. Yeah. You know, it's very... It's necessary, you know, to teach right from wrong and good from bad and all of that. But it's also just don't know where to draw the line sometimes or uh, 
and and it can be heartbreaking too sometimes. You know what I mean? It's just like, um, as a mom, you you want to become a mom so bad. At least I did, and you can't wait for that day, and you just love them so so much, and um, you know they can love you right back, and then also kill you with a word, <laughs> a look. <laughs> Um, yeah. Crystal, what about you? I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah. Um, they're freaking exhausting, like mentally and physically exhausting. Um, you know, my oldest child does not stop talking from the second she wakes up till the second she goes to bed. And then my youngest um, does not like stop touching me from the moment she wakes up till the moment she goes to bed, (laughs) but it's also cute and precious. But I think the hardest thing, honestly, is the worry of being a mom. Like you never stop worrying about your kids and their um, safety and their health and worrying about if you're making the right choices on on their behalf. Because I know with my two kids, both of them are 100% different and they take different, different parenting styles and there's no book, no matter how many parenting books are out there, none of them are directed towards your child and none of them are 100% correct. And so you never know if you're making the right decisions. I worry every single day if I'm doing the right thing with my kids. Um, So it's just scary. But I think that's the hardest part about being a mom is you just don't know if you're doing what's right, but you just got to trust your gut and roll on with it and learn from your mistakes. Um, but at the end of the, of the day, like, I'm just hoping they're really cute little humans that I've got going on. So I just hope their personalities will match that <laughs> as they get older. Oh, they don't go to their head. <laughs> Mom, who's your favorite child? (laughs) (laughs) Riker. (laughs) Mine too. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Mom, tell a funny story about me when I was a kid. (laughs) I know Crystal has one about Mm -hmm. me. Uh, there's so many oh my gosh a funny story don't steal mine um well a lot of them are with noel yes your best friend noel (laughs) um well okay Uh, ever since you were a baby though like you started walking at eight months old so when you were really little for your age and so we kind of never thought that you would do certain things, you know, and it, Cody never did that, like climbing out of a crib at eight, nine months old and climbing up a pole in the basement and couldn't get down, you know, <laughs> do it over and over and over again. Um, you were very, very active and very um, curious. You're still, you're still like that. Not very active, and, but I'm um, curious. <laughs> you were very active. Oh my gosh! And 
but yeah, I just never knew where you were or where you were going to be. Or um, I remember one time Cody screaming, mom, got out of the basement. Cody, Ashley's stuck up on a pole. She's climbed <laughs> up and she can't get down. <laughs> um, and then with, of course, with you and Noel, I mean, at Susu's house, you filled up the sink and with soap and water in the bathroom and she, I don't know where she was and it overflowed into the hallway and you guys did like a slip and slide out her hallway oh my God. with soap and water. <laughs> yeah. I never heard that one. Just things like that. Like that. Yeah. So fun. All right, Crystal, tell your story. First of all, I would kill you. <laughs> oh. I, I can't believe I've never heard that story about the slip. Oh. Um, no, when Ashley was what? Well, from the time she was like two or three years old, she was basically a cat and um, would act. I mean, like, she didn't just act like a cat. Like, she basically was a cat and would go around on all fours. <laughs> meowing and sometimes she'd be a dog too or barking at everybody and like when she'd wake up in the morning she'd wake up stretching and as she stretched she's always been a weirdo and um so my mom and I absolutely loved it like when she would come over and we'd be watching her we would put um you know bowls on the floor obviously for her to eat out of with cereal to act as cat food and for her to like just get down and eat out of it with her mouth, like like an animal would, because duh, she's a cat. Yeah. Anyways, when she went to kindergarten, um, her parents, Terry, told us we had to stop because when the teacher would call on her to answer <laughs> questions, she'd raise her hand and questions. answer she'd... meow, and um, yeah, she basically got in trouble. They asked her to count. It was it was a hundred day, you know, one hundred mm-hmm. day, and they asked her to count to a hundred, <laughs> and she stood up and meowed. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I said, Ashley, do not ever meow. <laughs> and so that, yeah, I got got out of y'all. Don't feed her on the floor anymore. She's yeah, meowing in school. <laughs> <laughs> So we had to put her food bowls away, Rude. but she's still my kitty cat to this day. <laughs> what about Cody? Any funny stories uh, about Cody as a kid? Are you going to go Crystal or me? Either one. Uh, you go. I'll have to think about it. Cody was... Um, he was more serious, wasn't he? Oh, wait. He was a typical firstborn. Yeah, he was a very typical firstborn child. You know, very, we've got to follow the rules. we got to do this. we got to do that. And he would get uh, frustrated with Ashley if she wasn't, you know, doing everything right. But one time, my dad was helping put a bed together for Cody. And it was like a bunk bed thing. You know, it was cargo bunk beds. And he couldn't get something together right you know kind of like four maybe 
And my dad couldn't get it right. And Cody, he goes, and my dad said, I don't know what's wrong with this. It's not working. And Cody put his hands on his hips. He goes, yeah, the damn bed. Cody, what'd you say? He goes, the, the damn bed. <laughs> oh, gosh, Cody. You're not allowed to say that. You're not supposed to say that. That's but Poppy lost it. Oh my god. He's laughing so hard. That is so That's funny. So funny. I think I forgot to mention for everyone listening that Cody is my brother, my mom's firstborn child. After and her favorite. And yes. her second favorite. <laughs> no, right greater. Um at Cody and Ashley are 18 months apart. So they're very close. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any either funny or memorable moments that you had with your mom? Me? Crystal? Crystal. I can tell you, I can tell you one that's memorable. It's funny now. It wasn't at the time. <laughs> um, my mom would probably kill me for telling this because like, she was not an abusive mother in any kind of way whatsoever. But we used to go to the grocery store. Um, I used to want to, you know, when I was younger, push the cart, of course, cause that's fun. And she, I would always like push it and like, you know how you can like get on, like jump up on the cart to kind of ride it down the, you know what I'm talking about? And so I would do that and not be paying attention. Then I'd like ride up on my mom's heel and that really hurts. And so I think a lot of moms know what that feels like. Anyhow. I did it a few times where she was like, if you do it one more time, I swear to God, you're going to regret it. And I'm like, I'm not doing it on purpose. Like, calm down. And she's like, I'm just telling you right now, if you do it again, you're going to regret it. I'm like, okay. So I actually did do it again, but I really did not mean to. This time I really like, I think I tripped or something and the cart went flying and like, I, like I just lost control. She turned around and kicked me in my shin so hard that it broke skin. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my. And I couldn't even say anything else but shock. Like, did she really just kick the out of me? And she did. And I still have the scar to prove it. So now every now and then I'll be like, you know, she'll always talk about how, like, I should have I should have spanked you more. But I'm like, no, you kicked me hard enough to, like, never make me be bad ever again. I still have a scar to prove it. <laughs> she went, oh, shut up. That's your karma. But yeah. That's my karma. <laughs> she, she was so mad. <laughs> she really was not mean. I mean, mom, but all, but I like to tell that story because it makes her mad. But it did hurt. I can still feel the pain. It still radiates through my shin <laughs> when I tell it. <laughs> <laughs> Traumatizing. Talk about things that stick with you as a kid. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, mom. Funny story about Grammy, your mom. So I sound like I cuss all the time by some of my stories, but I was a little girl. I was probably nine. We had just moved. We were in Miami and we had just moved to a new neighborhood and Grammy was on the phone talking to a friend of hers and she was asking how we like, because it was a brand new neighborhood at the time. 
her friend was asking how we like the neighborhood. She goes, it's great. But she, and she had her window open. She goes, but the kids in this neighborhood, you should hear this girl right now. She is cussing, saying, even the book. And she looked out the window and it was me. <laughs> so she ran outside and grabbed me by my hair and slapped my face all the way into the house. <laughs> I was grounded. I kind of stuff. But oh my was- gosh. <laughs> yeah, she went crazy. That's hilarious. That's so funny. What is something that reminds you of your mom? Mom, Terry. Um, the smell of smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so right. my mom smokes cigars like you, but she smokes cigarettes. And um, yeah. yeah, for years she smoked and you know nowadays it's almost unheard of for people to smoke in homes but I know some people still do yeah that's like when I moved down here because when we lived in Pennsylvania a lot of our family up north smoked in the house and in the cars and around us and everything we moved down here none of the family down here in the south smoked and so when we would walk out of like a store or something like that and somebody was smoking be smoking outside I'd be like Ah, Pennsylvania. And that was like, I was like seven years old. My mom was like, embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) But it was so nostalgic. Like, I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, too funny. Mom, what lies did you tell me as a kid to get me to behave? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Probably so many. Um, You are a kitty. Yeah, <laughs> oh, the obvious are like you know you better behave or Santa Claus isn't coming. Um, oh yeah. Um, the oh I don't know. Crystal, what lies do you tell your kids? Um, I'm gonna throw all your toys away. <laughs> I'm gonna take you to the principal's office and talk to him about how bad you were today. Really scared the principal. Um, you're gonna go to your room for four hours. <laughs> like that would never happen. <laughs> four hours. <laughs> Just gotta scare the crap out of them sometimes. Uh, Ashley could scare. Well, it drove her dad and I crazy because she couldn't scare her or threaten her. You know, be like. Um, okay, I'm that toy. I'm gonna throw it in the garbage. Kind of same thing. You like? I never liked that toy anyway. That's gonna be River. Actually, Uncle Roger just said the other day that River reminds him so much of Ashley because she does not give two shits about anything. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, that was yeah. one of my questions: is who do you, your kids remind you of in the family? Haven reminds me a lot of me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily anymore because I was <clears throat> very sensitive as a kid. All you had to do was look at me if I did something wrong. I'd be like, I know I did it. Okay. Just tell me my punishment so we can get it over with. Just, I'm sorry. That's Haven. Um, she also has like a very sweet heart. Again, this was me as a kid. Not necessarily me now. 
Um, River is more of who I am now. She like, it's like, please don't touch me unless it's on my own terms. (laughs) Um, She's probably more like you were as a kid. You know, I don't really care if you are mad at me or, you know, I'm going to do what I want to do and watch me. Um, She's hilarious. So like she is, um, she beats to her, what is it called? Beats to her own drum or beats, how, how do you say that? Arches yeah. to the, her own drum. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> She's a strange bird, but I like her. <laughs> I mean, I laugh literally. I mean, things like she does, I should not be laughing at, but I can't help it because she's so stinking cute and she's hilarious. Like, but she's so bad. She is going to give me a run for my money and I just got to hold on for the ride. You'll get there. It's going to be something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Ashley ended up turning out much better than I expected. So (laughs) I'm still not so sure about that. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just messing Uh, with you. Mom, tell the story of when I found out that Santa Claus wasn't real. Yeah. I said, this is typical Ashley. <laughs> so she kept asking for a couple years, is Santa Claus real? And I'm like, yes. She said, I said, why? She goes, oh, I heard he wasn't. So who told you? And Crystal, you knew who it was. And I said, well, they don't get many presents. Do they? <laughs> no. And I said, well, because they don't believe in Santa. And we didn't give our kids gifts except at Christmas and, and their birthdays. It wasn't like we weren't the type that went to Toys R Us, you know, if you're good, we'll go to Toys R Us. We just didn't do that. We didn't bribe, you know, whatever. So next year she's sitting there and she's like seven. She's like, mom, tell me the truth. Is there a Santa Claus? And I said, well, what do you think? And you said, I don't think there is. I said, well, what do you think happened? She goes, I think you and dad hide the presents up in the attic and on Christmas Eve, you bring them down. Now you have to remember, she's like 30 pounds. She's just a tiny little, cutest little thing. And Cody's on his little, like a Game Boy playing something. And she says, you know, exactly what happens on Christmas morning. That I said the whole thing. Ashley had it down pat. She knew that's exactly the way it did happen on Christmas morning. So I said, well, you're right. And Cody, who's playing his little game when he looked up and he said, what? There's no Santa? And Ashley's like, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And Cody's like, I can't believe there's no Santa. He was (laughs) devastated. Ashley's like, I knew it. I knew it. She didn't care from then on. Never was like sad that there was no Santa. She hated him anyway. She would scream when she would go visit him, you know, and all that. She didn't like stuff. She didn't like like Disney World, those kind of, as much as she liked animals, she didn't like fake ones. The characters, Um, yeah. yeah. Still don't like the characters. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Not like I don't get terrified of them, but I don't like them. Yeah. I don't like anime. Yeah. Yeah. And you just see who's there. Who are yeah. you? It's weird when you think about it. Right? It is. It could be anyone. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what creepers are there. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, 
Sorry. Oh my gosh. So, mom, when you were a kid, did you ever daydream like about having kids and how yes. many did you have and how different did it turn out than you thought it would? Um, it really wasn't that different. I was very blessed. I had a boy and a girl. I think a lot of people, that's what they want. Some people want twins. You know, when you're real young, you think it'd be cool to have twins. You see twins. I had friends that were triplets. Yeah. That was cool. But as I got older, um, I was very career oriented and career minded. And I was, um, we lived in Washington, D.C. area and then moved when I was eight months pregnant with Cody back to Lynchburg for your dad started business. I know. And, <laughs> and I just fell head over heels for Cody and didn't want anybody else to touch him. <laughs> and he was my child. And then, um, I wanted another one right away. So then you came and you were a blessing because I just lost my brother and, um, you know, a month before you were born. So yeah. you were, you know, a godsend. And, and I didn't know what the sex was of both of you. You know, I, I don't, oh. or we kind of didn't do that then. Some people did, some people didn't. It wasn't a big thing yeah. as big as it is now. And so I didn't know. And it was, yeah, it was amazing. And then, you know, raising you guys, I mean, you were just, it was good. You had each other. You watched the same movies. You know I mean? It's like, if you have one that's, you know, kids are like 10, like I have a sister 15 years younger than I am. And, you know, we're on two different, we're in two different worlds, especially for the parents, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm in high school going to proms and, you know, Missy was in preschool. Yeah. You know, it's a whole different world. Right. <clears throat> I'm glad we, I had you both close together. I mean, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. It's hard because you're both in diapers same time and yeah. high chairs and strollers and all of that. But all the things. You yeah. always imagined having two kids. You did? No, I, I are you asking me or Crystal? No, you, sorry. <laughs> oh. Mom. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I... Um, yeah, no more than two, maybe three, but two for sure. Like your yeah. dad went five originally until he had the two. You know? Yeah, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, you're not having five. <laughs> not with me. <laughs> Heck no. Yeah. Who do you think me and Cody are most like in the family? Um, so it's so funny because... Cody obviously reminds me so much of Chip because he loves to fish and that was my brother Chip and um but he doesn't his personality is not like his you know what I mean but he did like the fish and hunt and all that kind of stuff um but then like your you kind of you have the blonde hair and you your features remind me of him and he could also be just a smart ass and you know um, well, both of you are that, that's for sure. <laughs> but Chip always had to push the envelope, especially when he was young. He had, to, if you said no, he was like, well, you know, like Ashley, one time I said, don't touch the VCR. 
and you would just look at me in the eyes and just barely touch it, just a, touch it just a little. I'm like, I'm not kidding. Don't touch it. <laughs> I got to try. I got to try. And that was Jim. Um, and Missy. That's my river. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Mm-hmm. No means nothing. Yeah, that's why you'd be really good in sales, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing here. <laughs> yep. And I think you're very, Missy was very adventurous. Um, like you, you know, I was too. I mean, I moved to DC. I moved to Dallas, Texas when I was 20. I lived there for a year. Um, what brought you there? When I was in college, I was in a singing group and we traveled and we did high school assemblies and we sang at churches and conventions and stuff like that. And they broke off from the college and went and became independent in Dallas. Mm. And there were like a hundred people that left. Well, I didn't go immediately. I went like the next semester. Yeah. And I, I did that for about a year, but I worked for an advertising agency when I was there. It was cool. It was the best job. Oh my gosh. It was so fun. You were a madman? Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Will you please sing for us now? Um, no. Come on. Oh. Well, that's rude. <laughs> join me. Join me. Oh. Um. I currently sound like a man, so no thank you. <laughs> you do have a deep voice tonight. The allergies. Yeah, thank you for the allergies. Oh yeah, it is the season. Oh, Ashley used to skip. She couldn't breathe every year. We had to go get her breathing treatments. Yeah, inhaler. Remember it's that? Horrible. I mm. Remember that? It took like a million steaming hot showers a day to try to breathe. I remember yeah. that. It was so bad. So scary. That was bad. Yeah. All right, Crystal, I have that other same question for you. When you were a kid, did you ever daydream about having kids? How many? And then how different did it turn out than you thought? Um, so I always only wanted two kids. And I was also okay with only having one kid. So, but I did want only boys. So it's funny because I have two girls, but I think God knows what he's doing because had I had two boys with Matt as my husband, I would probably be in a mental institution. That's so true. <laughs> now. <laughs> Sorry. And no dying. Anybody knows Hold on. I've got to cough real quick. Sorry. Anybody who knows my husband would know why I say that. He's absolutely (laughs) nuts. My girls softened him up so, so, so much that he, um, he's still crazy, but he's not near as crazy as he used to be. And, um, I just love having daughters so much, like so much more than I thought I would. I just used to really not like being around little girls. They used to, I just thought they were like such brats and just so annoying. And I really just didn't want little kids, like little girls like me. Um, and I'm getting them, but I like them. <laughs> so, 
it's good. It's all good. Um, but yeah, after Haven was born, I had a couple miscarriages and I did not think that I was going to be able to have more than one kid. And I was totally good with that. Um, cause she, in my eyes was perfect. Um, but then River was a little surprise and I'm so glad she came along because she's added so much spunk and joy into our lives. And she's just what we needed to complete our family. It is so complete that after I had her, I had my tubes tied <laughs> and they said, are you sure? And I said, yep. They said, do you want us to burn the end of the tubes? I said, yep. And they said, all right, done. <laughs> so, <laughs> I am done, done, done having babies. Nice. As much as I love them. I know my patience level. What's the so. been the hardest years so far, like age-wise? Um, probably the one I'm in right now with River is, uh, yeah, two. Two. It was the same for Haven, um, too. Yeah, probably one and a half to two and a half, I think, was probably the hardest going like into potty training years. And just, I have to cough again. I'm sorry. <laughs> Virginia so sorry about that. man they're horrible yeah anyhow um just they're learning so much and they want to be independent but they can't quite be independent yet and they're just little turds at this age that's basically all there is to it and then yeah. you're also trying to teach them to like know where to put their turds literally so <laughs> all of it's just really hard and exhausting <laughs> but so funny train but Cody was so easy so I thought oh. because Cody was so easy I thought that Ashley would be that easy and it just wasn't they're also different. It's yeah just yeah what's your name Haven <laughs> was potty trained by 22 months um Rivers now she just turned to what April 11th and she's not even close she has she was getting there and now she's totally regressed and who knows when she will be but I'm not pushing it it is what it is I just figure she'll do it when she's ready get frustrated she's not going to go to school peeing and pooping in her pants she'll be fine yeah right yeah that's the way I look at it she'll be fine yeah so I still pee my pants from time to time so it is what it is I'm 38 (laughs) you know I'm not yeah, pooping them, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing a great job. <laughs> Let's go to our Instagram questions. <laughs> oh boy. Um, Rob wants to know: Were you able to return Ashley to the orphanage, and no take back policy? <laughs> 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 no, they said do not return. How rude! And I kept her. I know they didn't realize how funny you'd be. <laughs> how cute you were. Leanne, the purple lady, wants to know what age-defying regimen you use. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. That's very sweet. I tell you what. The best thing is a lot of water. Drink a lot of water and argan oil for your face. Don't drink the argan oil. Put it on your face. No, don't drink the argan oil. Just drink the water. But I drink a lot of water. 
All right, mom, you first. What's one piece of advice you would give a new mother? Ah, <sighs> uh, be be patient. Just with yourself, with the baby, with your husband, with you know, just be patient. And it's it's not easy. And forgive yourself. You know what I mean? Because you're going to make mistakes, and you're always good. Like Crystal said, you're always going to wonder if you're doing the right thing, but you're doing the best you, you know, you, if you want that baby, you know, you, you love that baby. You want to take care of it. It's, it's innate, you know, that's way God made us. Yeah. Crystal, what about you? What advice do you have for a new mom? Um, have the household that you want to have. Um, everybody is going to have advice to give you, which, you know, this person's asking for it, which that's good. But at the end of the day, people are going to have opinions on everything that you do and have, um, you're going to read things. Told things you should have your, have your kid on your nipple. Like you're gonna have 5 million things told to you, but you need to do what's best for you and your family. It does yeah. not matter what anybody else thinks. If it makes your your kid happy, it makes you happy. It makes your husband happy. It makes your partner happy, whatever. That's all that matters. And you don't have to explain yourself to anybody else. Um, if somebody doesn't like it, that's up to them. They can do what they want in their household. That's something that I've had to learn. I, my five, my six, actually she's six now. My six-year-old daughter still has to get in bed with me or my husband almost every single night. And does it drive me crazy? Yes, it does. Do people judge us for us for it? Yes, they do. But I don't care. At the end of the day, like until she was sixteen, yeah, Yeah. I had nightmares. Yeah, yeah. The other day, like (laughs) her bedroom is upstairs. We're on the main level. She's scared. I remember being down the hallway from my parents and being scared. If at the end of the day, our presence is what keeps her from being scared and making her feel comfortable, I'm going to do that for her. And if somebody else has a problem with it, I, I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> I'm making my child feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's my goal in life. My goal is not to make somebody else, like, I'm not trying to make them feel better about me. So that's my biggest um, piece of advice is do what makes you feel good yeah. about um, being a parent. That's Don't worry about other people's Yeah. So another question is kind of similar. And if you just have the same answer, that's fine. But someone said he's about to be a dad for the first time. What advice do you have for someone that's going to be a dad for the first time? Be present. Yeah. Help, help your, it's so natural for the woman to take charge because mm-hmm. we gave birth breastfeed, you know, even if you're not breastfeeding, um, let, you know, get up in the middle of the night and take that baby, let her sleep. Um, but just be present and be involved. Um, I would say the other piece of advice is to actually read up on hormones Mm -hmm. and, um, what happens to a woman's body. Uh, before, during, and after giving birth and all the emotions and stuff like that, that go through that, you know, happen 
and also like what happens to her actual body parts. Um, there's a lot that people didn't tell me that I had no clue what happened to my area down there. We don't have to get into it as well as just the mental toll and all the emotions that I felt after, um, having my children, you really, um, sorry, something just popped up in here. You really need to look up postpartum Mm -hmm. depression. You need to know the signs. You need to know just all the things. I would just really make yourself educated about those things so you can look out for your partner. Um, if something were to come up like that, because it's, we joke about women's hormones all the time, but it's not a joke. It's a real thing that, um, people and people that live with women need to be aware of so that they can help them through it and not just make joke, you know, make light of it, especially when they're taking care of your child. Yeah, totally. Mom, what achievement of yours are you most proud of? This is just kind of like a general life question. It doesn't have to be specific to being a mom, but it can be. Um, well, I worked three jobs and went to school full time for college and graduated. And a lot of people don't feel like they need to do that they feel like somebody needs to give them an education, pay for their education. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I wasn't raised like that and I didn't raise you guys like that. Um, But I just that I'm independent. And I think I taught my children to be independent. So I'm proud of that. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Crystal? And I echo that. I did the same thing. Yeah. Actually had to work two jobs through college. I'm actually still paying <laughs> for college. <laughs> I actually just had this conversation with um, my dad's wife this past week. We were just talking about some things about um, how I'm raising kids, how I was raised and things like that. And how I was so glad that I wasn't just handed my education. The fact that I had to buy my first car and it was um, actually the, my car was the same age or was made the same um, year that I was born. It was in 1984. (laughs) Um, But it was, I was talking about how it was like the cleanest 1984 vehicle on the um, school parking lot because I took care of it because I paid for it myself. And um, like, like Aunt Terry said, that's the same way I want to raise my kids. Like, even though, Matt and I are kind of able to give them a lot more than what I had growing up. I don't want to do that because I want them to want to earn things themselves and know what it's like to work hard. Um, because I think you appreciate it so much more. Yeah. I'm really proud for that. Yeah. And it's like, you never know what life is going to bring you. You could be handed all this stuff and then one day you don't have it anymore. And then it's like, you don't know how to, yeah, exactly. You don't know how to work for it. Right. Right. Yep. Mom, this isn't a question, but Jen Glenn would just like to say that she's sorry for her teenage years. <laughs> oh gosh, I remember her. She needs to apologize to me too. Jen, yeah. she apologizes. <laughs> they were so beautiful and so yeah. sweet. And Ashley would act like, oh my gosh, she just acted 
terrible around them. Demon. I, blamed, I totally blamed them because. <laughs> I know that's what we make fun of all the time is that you blamed them, but I was really. And you were the bad, but I know. I, well, I, a lot of parents don't want to admit that their kids are the reason. Know. But I, I heard she turned out to be a nice girl. So yeah, that's good, awesome. to, that's good to hear. Yeah. She's still beautiful. I've seen pictures of her. So funny. Yes. Okay, I think I have other questions. <laughs> I know. She's like, I don't have a question, but tell your mom I'm sorry. <laughs> hilarious. What's another question? People want to know what you guys think about me smoking cigars. Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I don't like them to smoke them, but you and Cody have smoked them for so long. And I know that was something that you enjoyed doing with your dad. And um, so I don't mind it. I just, you know, I, I don't know. I guess I, I, as smoking in general, you know, you just kind of hope that you'll be healthy and um, affect your health and all of that. But it, like you've said a million times, you know, your father's side and then my grandfather, my great-grandfather was from Cuba and had a cigar shop in Miami and Tampa and it's kind of in your blood, you know, so I get it and I think you're very good at it and I like that. I love that this podcast helped you connect while you were in New York because, you know, you moved there six months before the pandemic and then, you you know, I felt so bad for you. Um, It was very hard there and this medium has definitely um connected you with people and and i've listened to the podcast and so many of them are just amazing people and interesting all over the world and that's just so you you love that you love meeting different kind of people you've always been like that the little boys from india remember that yes that came to is when you were little and just weren't enthralled with it just you know so interesting yes you're a very curious person which is makes you smart have you ever tried a cigar mom yes yeah Uh you didn't like it no I didn't like it I've tried it probably three or four times yeah I want to inhale it and and it's weird it's hard to get used to try to inhale it and I I no it's hard to get the yeah yeah I agree with that welcome crystal have I tried? Yeah. I can't do it. But you've There's tried. It's, I think it's, yeah, I think it's the same thing. Um, I've tried, to, like, I tried to inhale it and I can't get the, it makes me choke and yeah, I just don't do it the right way. <laughs> yeah. Just not your thing. No, but I, I have loved, yeah, I have loved seeing how you have just connected in such a way with the cigar world uh, Ashley and you know it's been for me fun ever since losing Pap um, you know with his connection to the whole cigar world and how much people just loved coming to the cigar shop you know here in Lynchburg and connecting with him I just feel like watching you this whole podcast and seeing you um, connect with people it's a way of keeping that whole vibe you know, in our family. And I love that. And I think that he would be so proud of you to see what you're doing. Um, I know he's shining down 
just so proud of you. And um, I'm trying not to get emotional, but I just think that's been so cool to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I know, like, I know your dad and just everybody. I mean, we're all just so proud of you. It's been so fun to see you just thrive in this. Um, you're so good at it. From the health standpoint, I do. There's a part of me that worries about that, but like everything in the world seems to cause cancer anymore and all of that. So it's right. like, if this is your thing, whatever, you know, um, there's a lot of people that overeat in America. So <laughs> if you become a mom, would you, how, like, would you stop smoking? You know, would you keep smoking? Cause I've heard some of yeah. the other girl ladies on here that are moms and they're still smoking, you know? So I don't know if they, when they started, when, you know, you know, I think I've thought about it. I would probably still just make it a habit to go to a cigar lounge to smoke and not mm-hmm. not do it around the house, I guess, just to be extra safe. I think it's just like anything. If you make it a social thing yeah, and not, you know, like an in, indoor type, you know, like in your house, in your living room type thing. Exactly, yeah. 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 That's how I would do it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'd probably still smoke. I'd probably have to. <laughs> is it like cigarettes do you uh, think it, yeah it can be because it's still nicotine you still get that nicotine in your mouth or whatever so I think it definitely can be but I think I mean I'm no doctor of course it's probably very addicting the nicotine and whatnot but I think the relaxation of it is the more addicting part in my opinion so. Yeah. Yeah. You're relaxing. Yeah. Chilling. <laughs> All right. Then we have some random life questions. Mom, Mom, do you have any regrets? Um, you know, I love it when I hear people say, I have no regrets in life. I, I have lots of regrets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, not as, you know, in, in, all aspects of my life, you know, Oh, I shouldn't have done this or I wish I'd done this better. Um, you know, uh, I wish I'd been more patient as a mom. I wish I'd been, uh, less likely to get angry mm-hmm. and just, you know, yeah, not be so as not be as reactive. Like be more, you know, proactive and less reactive. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then there's just yeah. But there's there's regrets I have in life, of course. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, Christine? I believe people when they say they have no regrets. I don't believe them. I, that's I, that's a lie. How can you not have any regrets in your life? Do you, Crystal? None. <laughs> 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 because you're you wouldn't you feel like you wouldn't have turned out the way that you are I'm kidding. If you didn't do all of that right by the way i just got a timer that's why i kind of freaked out for now oh, i got the timer too yeah 10 minutes um no i'm sure i have regrets they're probably not any that i'd want to talk about out loud right. okay. um mine would have more to do with like relationships like wasting too much time on somebody that like i knew yeah 
I was I knew I shouldn't be, but I did. <laughs> things that you learn over time, right? Right. Um, that those kind of things. But there are like I, there have been times when I want to say like I don't regret it because of what Ashley just said because I wouldn't be where I am today had I chosen. You know, had I not made those choices or whatever I should say. But yeah, I mean, I totally wish I would have made some different choices. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't live in the past, you know, I don't live in that regret, but right. right. But they're there, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, for sure. Mom, what's yeah. something you didn't realize you would miss so much when the pandemic hit? Huh. Um just being able to connect with friends and family, you know. I mean, I don't, I used to work at work and now I work from home and I don't miss working at work at all. I love working from home now. It took a while to get used to it, but now I love it. Um, I, I don't know. And I loved going to see you in New York during the pandemic because it was, it wasn't busy. It was so, <laughs> it's kind of nice. It was um, nice. <laughs> but that's it, you know, I don't know. I kind of still lived my life. It, it wasn't bad here in Virginia as, as bad as New York. Right. And even in New York, we just made it work. You know, we found places that we could go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I started laughing because I thought about a meme I saw. It actually popped up on my Facebook memories just like this past week or something. It said, I now remember, I now know why Laura Ingalls Wilder would get so excited about going into town to go to the market with Paul. <laughs> Because you got to go somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> go somewhere. So exciting. Um, I'm trying to think. What did I, I just miss getting out of my freaking house and I like being stuck at home with my kids was just woo. Um, and I'll tell you what, I had to give birth to River in the middle of the pandemic. Um, March, no, excuse me, April 2020. She was, was, was when she was born. And the doors to the hospital were locked and I had a mask on and I was in full blown labor. I gave birth about 20 minutes after I arrived at the hospital um, with a mask on and nothing else. Cause I stripped down when I got there, like, do you want to put your robe? I'm like, no, if I have to wear this mask, I'll wear nothing else. Anyways, hot mess express, but Ugh. I would suck for having a baby. I can tell you that. Seriously. I bet. Oh. Forgot about yeah, that. nobody could see my baby. Nobody could, like, family, no come around. Dear, yeah. That sucked. So she's just now starting to get to know people and, like, really, not get to know them, but let people around her. Hmm. So, good times. Good times. Oh, my COVID baby. Aww. Mom, what was your favorite decade and why? Oh, wow. I would say the 70s. Why? Um, Because you're poking smut? No. So I grew up in <laughs> when everybody was smoking pot, and I never did because I couldn't stand, to this day, I can't stand the smell of it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. the worst world to me. But, um, Everybody smoked pot, but it was still fun. I had fun in Miami. It was, you know, a big, it was just 
totally different than Lynchburg, but I also loved Lynchburg when I moved here because it was so different. And I like, I just like different things. So. Like me, Ashley. 70s, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you think about this. I moved from Miami to Lynchburg in the 70s. I went to college in the 70s. I, I have lifelong friends from the 70s. Um, Damn, you're old. I know. <laughs> I, I, I put you in a home soon. <laughs> soon. Wheel me in. <laughs> uh, Crystal, what was your favorite decade? Well, I haven't lived through that many. I know, but one. I lived through something. I'm going to go with the 90s. 90s. Saved by the Bell was great. Because <laughs> of the fashion. Yeah, the fashion is awesome. Let's bring that back. Now, I remember your dad uh, driving us around in the limo, and we thought, me and my brothers, we thought we were so cool because there was a car phone, and it was the size of Zach Morris's phone that he had (laughs) in high school. And we would, like, put the windows down and pretend like we put our hand up, like, on the window, you know, and, like, have the phone, pretend like we were so cool. It's like... I'm sure cars going by, but like, dude, you're six. You know, you're not talking to anybody. Your dad's probably driving you. That's the only person you'd be allowed to call. But we thought we were so cool. I love it. You were so yeah. cool. Yeah, we were so cool. Yeah, the 90s guys were born too. You and, Aunt, you and Cody. Yeah. Yep, that's another one of my favorite, favorite memories. We'll go Me with too. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have like three five minutes. minutes before it cuts us off. Or four okay. minutes. And it's three minutes on my end. Oh my God, Crystal. <laughs> telling you. Well, I have a loaded question for you. What's an unfulfilled okay. dream of yours? Ooh. It could be something as simple like something you thought you'd be as a kid. And then you changed ways, if that's easier. <laughs> Do you have anything, Terry? I really wish I had become um, an interior decorator. I was mm. going to say that. I wish you would have too. Yeah, yeah, you should have. You still could. Yeah, I love. Uh, I'm just, no. <laughs> I have to pay my bills <laughs> in Lynchburg oh, now and yeah. with that market it's not real good though. I don't know you know people in real estate I do <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 um, I'll be honest I'm really kind of living my dream right now Hell and yeah. and what's weird is I never knew what I'm living would be my dream. I know. It's cool. life right now. Yeah. Um, cool. You know, owning a business with my mom, having a career that I never knew was a career I'd really want. Um, I'm exhausted and I'm a little crazy right now, but I know this is just a season with right. where my kids' ages are. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'm really 
I'm really happy with where my life is. The only thing that could get better is if I, the the unfulfilled dream for me is to have a live-in nanny and person who cleans my house every single day. That would be <laughs> my live-in dream or my, or my unfulfilled dream. Unfulfilled that would be it. Dream. Other than that, I'm good. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, before yeah. We, before we get cut out, I'd like to say I love you and thanks for doing I this. I love you. This was fun. Yeah, thanks for asking us. Bye, daughter. Cody's my son. (laughs) (laughs) You're my niece, Crystal. Yeah, you're my my cousin. (laughs) You're my friend. Yeah. Riker's my favorite. Riker's a favorite. Better get you something. I know, right? Rude. I love you. Thank you for y'all. Love you. Thank you, Mom, and thank you, Critter. I hope everyone had a happy Mother's Day, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening.